Welcome, thank you for joining us. My name is Summer Lacey, and this is my good friend Christy Davis. And together we lead the group of women who are responsible for the citywide women's Bible study. So on behalf of our entire team, we just wanted to welcome you. This is something that Christy and I work on together for a solid 365 days of the year. <laughs> so the nine weeks that we get in the room with you during the fall and the spring is by far just the highlight of our year. So we just wanna welcome you and thank you for being here. So we like to open each semester of study by gathering together as a large group to discuss the mechanics of this study. We want each of you to know exactly how this study works, what you can expect from us and what we, as your leaders and teachers, expect from you so that we can have a very fruitful nine weeks of study together. So as you came in today past the check-in table, each of you received a study guide like this one. And on page six and seven of that study guide, all of the information that I'm about to go over with you is written out. So you will have access to that information. You can definitely look over it more closely and you'll have the opportunity in your small groups in just a few minutes to ask your leaders any questions that you might have. But we have found it to be really beneficial if we come together and talk to, through all of that from the stage on the first meeting. Because if this is the first time that you've done study with us, it might be a little bit different than some of the studies that you've done in the past. So we wanna make sure that all of you have a really good idea of two things by the time you leave this opening session today. We want you to understand both the process and the purpose of our Bible studies. We want you to understand how we have decided to approach our study of God's word and why we have chosen to do it that way. So each week, our study of God's word is divided into three distinct parts, and those parts are always going to occur in the exact same order. And those parts are listen, lean in, and learn. Each of those three main parts help us assure that we meet one of our major goals for this study, and that is that it remains an active learning environment. So when I say active learning environment, I mean that as opposed to a passive learning environment. Most of the environments in which all of us study the Bible tend to be passive learning environments. So a good example of that is when you come in and you sit on Sunday and you listen to somebody give a sermon on a portion of scripture that you hadn't even been in earlier that week. Maybe you've read it but a long time ago and you hadn't studied it. So in that circumstance, you are a passive learner because you're just simply taking in the information that you're given. And while there's certainly nothing at all wrong with that kind of study, we had very purposefully decided that this study was going to achieve a different purpose. So in this study, we want each of you to be active learners. We want you to participate in the learning process. We want you to see for yourself exactly what it is that the text says. We want you to learn how to dig to uncover what the text means and how it applies to your life. 
We want you to learn how to listen to the voice of God as he speaks to you directly through scripture. And we also want to give you plenty of time to just really sit with and wrestle through some of the very difficult topics that we're gonna come across as we study the word of God line by line. So in order to create space for all of those things to happen, we've created these three sections, listen, lean in, and learn, to assure that this remains an active learning environment. So the first part is what we call listen. The first thing that we want you to do as active learners each and every week is listen to the voice of the Lord as he speaks to you through scripture. And you're gonna do that as you work your way through the questions that we have provided in this study guide. Every single question in this study guide has been written and organized in such a way to help you become a better student of the Bible. Our goal is not only to study the Bible with you for these next nine weeks, but we want that through our nine weeks of study together, you would actually become a better student of scripture on your own in any context in which you find yourself studying the Bible. So when you're sitting and listening to a sermon on Sunday, when you're sitting and you're having your quiet devotional time with the Lord, So in order to accomplish that, the questions in these study guides have been written to teach you three fundamental skills that will help you understand any portion of scripture with greater certainty. And those skills are comprehension, interpretation, and application. So first, we have comprehension. And the comprehension questions help you to see what the text says. And that probably seems like something that you don't think you need a lot of help with. But I bet all of you can recall an instance when you sat down and you read a portion of scripture and then you closed your Bible. And if I had asked you, what did you just read? You would have no idea (laughs) what to say to me. So that's the beauty of the comprehension portion of our study guide. Those questions are simply gonna lead you through a thorough reading of the text, helping you to see what the scripture says and helping you to retain some of that information as well. So after we comprehend, we see what the text says, we then move on to interpretation, which is where we begin to dig and uncover what the text means. There is a single God-intended meaning behind every verse of scripture. We often miss that meaning though because we have simply been trained to ask the wrong question. The question that we most readily ask when we come into a study of scripture is what does this mean to me? But the question we need to be asking is what did God mean when he gave this to us? So that first question constrains our understanding to what it is we already know, which in the grand scheme of things is actually a very, very small amount of information. But that latter question trains us to search the heart and the mind of God as we ask him, what did you mean when you gave us this? And there are a lot of different techniques and tools that we can use to uncover what God meant when he gave us any portion of scripture. And that is what we are gonna be doing in the interpretation section. So finally, after we have seen what the text says in comprehension, we have began to understand with greater certainty what the text means 
and interpretation. Then we move on to the final part of this Bible study process in our study guides, and that is application. And in the application questions, we start to try to figure out, now how does what I read today in scripture impact my everyday life? How does that apply to me and affect me? And it is a really good and right thing to want to go into scripture and immediately know, how, how does this impact my life? But we cannot jump too quickly into the application portion because unless you have seen what the text says, unless you really understand correctly what the text means, then we have really little hope at all for correctly applying it to our lives. And we don't want to work to correctly apply the word of God to our lives, not incorrectly apply the word of God to our lives. So we've organized this study so that the first thing that we are going to ask you to do every week is simply read the text. And for those of you who were with us in the first part of Numbers, you will be greatly relieved to know that our segments of scripture are much, 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 much tinier <laughs> this semester. So you can breathe a deep sigh of relief. So that's not even that much reading that you're going to have to cover every week. So we're going to ask you to read the assigned portion. It's just one chapter this first week. Can you believe it? Just one chapter. We're going to ask you to read that one chapter. And as you read, we're going to ask you to look and pull out a couple of very specific things we're gonna ask you to look for what it is that God says and what it is that God does in that portion of scripture. We wanna train you to look first for God in every portion of scripture. So after you've read the text, then we're gonna take you back to the text through a series of comprehension questions, and then we're gonna take you back to the text again for a series of interpretation questions, and then we're gonna take you back to the text yet again for a series of application questions. And both the order of that process and the repetition of that process is very important. Every single one of you in here are at a different place in your growth in your relationship with the Lord and a different place in your knowledge of the word that he has given us. And we really wanted our study to be something that each and every one of you could complete. So if you are a brand new student of scripture, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, even if you've never picked up the Bible before, that you can absolutely do at least three things every week. You can read through that assigned portion of scripture. You can look at it and tell us what it is that God said and what he did in that portion of scripture. And you can also work your way through the comprehension section because everything that you need to know to answer those questions is pulled immediately from that specific portion of scripture. So as you get into interpretation and application, the material might get a little bit more difficult. And some of you may not be able to answer every question every week, but that's okay because as long as you come in having worked up through that comprehension section, we have built this study so that each part kind of builds upon the next. So no matter how little you've been able to do, you have still laid a solid foundation upon which your further understanding of the text can grow. And that's what we want. We want each of you here consistently learning how to study the scripture and growing from the place where you currently are. 
And we think it's really important that you be realistic about what exactly that growth looks like. I read something just yesterday that I thought was encouraging. It said, man, in his spiritual nature too, is under the law of gradual growth that reigns in all created life. The law of gradual growth. That is always how growth occurs. I think it's very uh, common for us to get really frustrated and really easily discouraged in our study of God's word because we want it to make quick and easy sense. But there's not too much in life that really works like that. And studying the Bible is a lifelong endeavor, so we should patiently wait and expect for that growth to occur gradually over the course of time. And because studying the Bible is, has this cumulative effect, that is what you see. You will understand so much more at the end of this nine weeks than you will at the first part. But you kind of have to have this inherent trust in the process that what you're doing will indeed work if you do it consistently. So as you work your way through the questions in this study guide, we want you to keep your eye out for a couple of different icons that are going to point out different types of questions. So the questions marked with this open book icon help you make connections between the Old and the New Testaments. The questions marked with a cross draw your attention to how that text points to the person and work of Jesus Christ and then the questions marked with the up arrow are a little bit more difficult. They might take additional time and study, so you can consider those optional bonus questions. So that part is the listening part, and this is really the bulk of the study. It's the work that you do individually in God's word each and every week. But then on Tuesdays, we come together and we get to have the other two parts of our study, which are lean in and learn. So on every meeting of each semester, after the first meeting, when you come in, you are gonna go directly to the great room for your small group discussion of the text. And that is our lean-in portion of study. And after several, several years of running this study, we have consistently gotten the feedback that that small group time is most women's favorite time of the Bible study process. Now, what I need you all to remember is that we have designed that time to have a very specific goal, and that is for you to continue what you started on your own. So you have been learning all week individually. You've been growing in your knowledge of God and his word through your individual time of study. So your small group time, we still have that same goal. We want you to continue growing in your knowledge of God and his word, but this time, we want you to do it in community alongside other believers. So to make sure that our small group time is achieving that goal, we have a couple of guidelines that we have placed around that small group time. And you'll get a copy of those guidelines when you go to your tables in just a few minutes, but I'm gonna go over them briefly with you right now. So first we ask that you come prepared, that you come to the table each Tuesday ready to discuss what you have learned and what you have studied that week. The contribution of each small group leader is very important in keeping this an active learning environment. 
So no matter how far you got or didn't get in the comprehension, interpretation, application process, we ask that you come ready to discuss and ask questions about what it is that you did learn. Second, we ask that you both talk and listen. A good small group discussion aims at the participation of every single member. So since our goal is for every single member to contribute, if you like to talk a lot in small group environments, we ask that you are intentional in creating the time and the space for the quieter members to jump in. And if you're one of those quieter members, we ask that you be very intentional in picking out a few questions that you would be willing to throw some discussion in regarding. Next, we ask that you stay on topic. So remember, I just told you that the purpose of us gathering to discuss the text each week is for us to continue to grow in our knowledge of God and his word. So that is what we want these conversations focused on. We want to protect and preserve the small amount of time that you have together each week in those small group environments to do the thing that we have designed it to do and that is to study the Word of God. So to that end, we ask that you be really intentional in keeping your discussions focused in tightly on what you have studied that week and on what you personally have learned from it. Next, be mindful of time. We will aim to begin on time and end on time each and every week as a way of honoring the commitment that each of you have made to be here. So if you need to come in late, or leave early, just please do so in a way that doesn't disturb the discussion that is occurring. Next, practice humility. We want you to be open to hearing from others. We want you to be open to exploring new perspectives. That's part of the beauty of conversing with a small group of people. And we want you to be open to allowing the word of God to correct you where that is needed. Next, work to avoid we, you statements. So instead, you wanna to try to say I statements. When you say that, you avoid generalizations that may or may not be true of the other women at your table, and it also leads to a much more personalized answer. Next, be encouraging. We want you to remember as you go into your small groups that every single member of that group is at a completely different place in her relationship with the Lord in her knowledge of who he is and what he does and in her understanding of his word. And we really want this to be a place where all of you can grow from the place where you currently are. So in our conversations, we wanna focus on encouraging each other and building each other up. Next, we ask that you be transparent about who you are and what your life really actually looks like. Small groups should be a very comfortable and safe place for you to discuss any struggles or any doubts that you're have, having, even concerning of God and his word. We have actually found over the course of time that our small group time is a really good place to get answers and to figure some of these things out. To that end, we ask that you keep confidence, though, that anything that is said in your small group time remains confidential and between members of small group. We ask that you use caution when you share about your families, your friends, your coworkers. We wanna to work to honor each other in the way that we speak about each other in these groups. And finally, we ask that you make an investment 
in the women in this group that you pray for and with each other and that you specifically ask the Lord to use these very women over these next nine weeks of study to grow you in your knowledge of him and in your love for his word. So each of your small groups has a leader, and you may have already had the great joy of meeting your leaders. If not, you will in just the next few minutes. And those leaders have been given two very important tasks when it comes to your small group time each week. And we have asked her to keep you ladies on topic and on time. No small feat. (laughs) But if you follow the guidelines that I've just laid out, then you can help your leaders do that. Your leaders are co-learners of the material and they are facilitators of the discussion each and every week. So you've listened to God through your individual time of study through his word. You have leaned into community through a small group discussion of the text. And the final part of our Bible study process each week is what we call learn. And that is when, after small group time each Tuesday, we'll gather in here for a time of teaching on the text. The teaching team this semester consists of myself and Christy Davis, who you met up here just a few moments ago. And you'll notice that it is the last thing we do every week. And that is very intentional. It's to keep this an active learning environment. We don't want you to hear what we think about what God said until you've had time to form opinions about what you think about what God said. So we want you to work your way through that entire process before you then come in here and listen to a teacher teach on the topic. Our goal as teachers is always gonna be to help you become a better student of the Bible. We do not want you dependent on a teacher or on your small group leader to be able to work your way through a section of scripture. So we are gonna always lay before you the tools that you need to grow those abilities yourself. So each week when Christy and I get up here, we are going to focus on clarifying any points of confusion in the text. We're going to always strive to help you see what we've been studying that week, how it fits into the big story of scripture, and then we're gonna challenge you in your application of the material. So if you happen to miss a Tuesday meeting, we will have a video recording of each teaching session available by Thursday morning of that week. And also when you go to your small groups, you're going to get a handout that has all the important links that you need to stay up to date on Bible study news and information. So that about sums up our process and purpose of Bible study. We listen, we lean in, we learn, and with each and every step, we are learning the skills that we need to be better students of the Bible.